2: Hey boys
0: what's going on what's good don't be a bitch warner brothers you heard that <laughs> always God and forever, damn, baby. sons of bitches you fucking punk hookers this is the creatures of the night welcome welcome what's the haps there fellas
1: how you doing man just navigating through the cosmos
0: uh yeah doing my best uh with me i guess i'm also with them because this is like a three-headed monster kind of thing uh as always uh one christian wutzky of the hashtag no offense show mm. sir hello how to friggy fuck are you
1: is a three-headed beast kind of like a hydra but not as cool
0: well i mean no because if you cut one of our heads off the only one that's going to grow back is jason almy so <laughs> <laughs>
1: there he is man
0: what's what oh. do we all that sh- other yes. what's that other animal the three-headed dog that guards the gates of hades which one's is that
1: we're the uh. cerebus
2: the
0: cerebus. I was gonna call him a serapin, but that's different. Totally different. Uh well, that smooth, sultry, uh sexually assaulty voice that you hear to the top right of our video uh is one Lord or Lord Dr. Jason Almy Esquire. That's it. You got it, you got from, it from
2: uh,
1: the third.
0: Our, the third. I'm sorry, from uh, hashtag no offense. <laughs>
1: He is not from me well, uh out.
0: no i'm sorry from uh whatever his fucking show who cares who cares nobody gives shut that. up he's a fucking creature my I'm name's a- adam i'm from another podcast don't fucking worry about it we're the creatures of the fucking night dude who God, cares
2: motherfuckers hide your kids hide your wife that's right
0: because we're raping everybody we're you going here yeah uh yeah sorry i'm i'm thoroughly intoxicated if you couldn't tell by my <laughs> lack of being dressed i was and, gonna
2: ask that, actually. Are you? Um. You're like going deep tonight. Oh, that's not even wine. That's like mm. hard spirits. That's distilled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're going we're going deep.
0: I was listening to Rick James dancing in my underpants earlier. So
2: I like that. Is were you by yourself or are there people there?
0: No, I was by myself. I mean my neighbors could see me, but
2: that's nothing normal. I mean, nothing not normal. Whatever. It is simultaneously not normal, but also uh normal for you.
0: Yeah, so it's normal for me and for them, but it's not normal for an everyday occurrence. Uh, any fucking way, uh, as soon as our guest uh, backed out, I decided to get intoxicated so that we could talk about our fucking brains. Uh, boys, well, Chris, you can actually start us off better than anyone else because you have a story about meeting one Lord Dr. Jason Almy Esquire the Third in your dreams in an alternate dimension and there are ties between dreams deja vu and precognition all of which we are going to discuss this evening on the creatures of the night
1: yeah so i mean anybody that's that follows our adventures has heard me talk about this numerous times um i'm i'm trying to figure it all out just like we all are and i tend to have these dreams where i I feel like I'm crossing into some other reality. And that might in and of itself sound uh, sound crazy enough, you know, like you're crossing into a different dimension or a different reality. Yeah. But time, I'm I'm learning I'm learning different things about time and it might not even be a different reality, but all, almost just like maybe a different time. Maybe maybe I sat with future Jason Almi. Maybe it was not alternate Jason Almi. Maybe it was future Jason Almi. Do you understand? And that's why I'm trying to explain it to you. And you were like, no, 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 man, that's not true. But it, but it is true because I think that we look at time the wrong way. We look at a past, present, and a future. And I don't believe that that's what it is. I think that there's a past, present, and a future. But the past didn't happen already. And the future isn't going to happen. But they're all happening simultaneously right now. Yeah, So the, ta- like the theory
0: of time space is what you're saying.
1: Is that what it is? Uh- that was just the theory of me thinking about shit. Yeah,
0: uh, Jay, you can. You're a doctor and, an, and a lawyer. You can
2: explain yeah. that a little better. Yeah. I've taken precisely zero physics classes, so let me explain to all you dumb nuts out there what what <laughs> what's up with this. You fucking guys, let me see if I can make up some big words. Actually, Chris, you're like uh, you're like a uh, bald, fat, not Jewish Einstein. Actually, because you kind of hit it. Hair.
1: I have hair, and I'm not. I'm chubby, okay? That's just yeah. more of me for you to not believe. Yeah. He uh
0: he does have hair. I can attest to that. We FaceTimed earlier today and I was Oh dear. I didn't know. It just so happens that it starts behind where his headphones end. Yeah. So, so like I have he doesn't hair. End.
1: I don't have a hair line is the problem. Right. Is the problem. Yeah. So
2: Chris, you're actually kind of right about a lot of um a lot of like really kind of out there theoretical quantum physics stuff is that all of these different like time states can be happening simultaneously. Like we kind of, we remember the past. We remember when we were young or something like that. And we think that was then, and this is now I'm, I'm trying to record a podcast and then maybe later tonight, I'm going to be trying to whack off and go to sleep or, or whatever. Probably not. My wife's in the chat. <laughs> what, what am I saying? Um, but, <laughs> but like the future is something out there. The past is something back here we're living in the now, but there, there is actually the possibility, uh, at least in like the mathematical models of physics that, that it can go both ways. There's no, there's no rules saying that. I mean, we all experience the phenomena of causality, which is the teacup shattered because I broke it because my wife told me that it was, it had contained fetid dirty water from the sink all day. And I had no idea. I thought it was clean. So I drank my tea out of it before this episode. I, you know, you you think it, it broke because I dropped it, but maybe maybe I dropped it because it needed to break.
1: Is that a true story?
2: It's a true story. Yes, I, I drank uh, dirty, uh, gross, uh, fetid water that I thought I, I drank out of a dirty teacup, and then my <laughs> wife went off at me. Yeah, it's
0: a whole ass teacup. Chad the Beauty yeah. and the Beast in them. Yeah, so that's actually I would love. We gotta have a whole. We're going to do a whole episode on the perception of time and alternate realities and things of that nature. But we're going to touch in. we're going to just tap aroo right into it. Well, you tonight. did
1: allude to it. We did have uh, somebody coming on that would talk, you know, more as a, an expert in their, their field, so to speak. But they kind of backed out on us. So we're going to make do and we're going to we're going to wax about it as best we can and hopefully have somebody on that's, you know, an authority in their field sometime in the future.
0: Yeah. And until then, all we're going to do is get high and talk about how fucking stoned we are. And what happens when we got super duper high? We have and a inadvertently used illicit substances maybe for yeah, about certainly. six months.
2: So uh, that actually kind of ties in. I mean, I think I, I feel like we've all had experiences that are maybe relevant to this topic, and that's why we we're we we're enthusiastic about discussing it. Like Chris has obviously, clearly, and factually visited other versions of me and other timelines, other universes. Adam maybe too. it was
1: Adam too. We fought spiders I'm- under his porch, dude. We did. They were the size yeah. of fucking like lobsters. It was it was insane.
2: I'm glad yeah. I wasn't there for that one. Sounds horrifying. Uh, nightmare fuel. And then Adam, of course, um, accidentally for six months smoked uh, illicit substances that also well, allowed him to see I the did it on
0: purpose. I just accidentally used a substance that I didn't know I was ingesting. Yeah. And I didn't figure it out until six months after I had already been using it. And then I was just like, yeah. man, I should probably cool it yeah. on this.
2: Right after right, after, right after I finish smoking this bowl, another I'm yeah. Kidding. Right
0: well, this, after I finish smoking this bowl, I'm definitely going to stop doing it. i um, definitely quit this drug
2: tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and um, that, that
1: story has kind of become somewhat inner circle lore. I mean, like it's you you casually dropped it on the inner circle sports on me and Riley one time when we weren't even expecting it. We were talking about like you know. Or late nineties basketball or something stupid, that yeah. we, whatever it was, and then you were like, "Yeah, yo, I used to predict Yankee games." Blah blah blah. So, for the sake of listeners to this show, maybe not having some crossover, why don't you just go through it? And I mean, you know, we we've we've all heard it, but it's one that we love. It's one of those classes.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I was, I'm I'm a heavy pot smoker. Like, I, I mean, everyone knows that. If you listen to no, no. P.C. or if do you just know me, I mean, I I enjoy. Uh, the marijuana. I like. I like a good pot. So, uh, <laughs> I was getting. I was applying to work at a job, subsequently one that I hated. But I guess we'll all tie it in all later. But uh, I needed to get a job in like an office, and they drug tested. Old Smoky the Bandit over here decided that it would be a good idea to use a fake weed. A, a lot, spice, a lot of, a if lot of you will. People were at that in that time period. A lot of yeah, in, it was like, like early. Thousands, I want to say 2010. Yeah, 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 2009, yeah. something like that. 2011.
2: That was a good year for the bath salts.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was called spice. The one that I used was Happy Shaman, mm. uh, and it was like Pink Tiger or whatever the fuck flavor it was.
1: That's but a um, lot of compartmentalization, dude. It's like it's Happy Tigers, happy or Happy Shaman, Pink Tiger spice. Like that, goddamn.
0: Yeah, it was a lot, but whatever it was, I I got it at the bodega and it cost like $4 and it got me high as fuck. The problem yeah. is that if you smoked three hits instead of two hits, well, me, I went into an alternate reality. I went somewhere else. And now later in life, now that it's been about 10 years and I've done more psychedelics along the way and... I've utilized THC and different meditative practices and hitting the float tank and stuff like that. Um, sometimes when Jason Almy shows up to my house and he has a candy bar that's got Willy Wonka's face on it and it sends me okay. to outer space, then sometimes I got to go to outer space. Um, but every time I take way too much THC, I go back to, I called the launching point for that psychedelic, Well, frame, um,
1: frame that up. Explain what that was.
0: So. So that uh, it's hard, man. So like, if, know, you've tripped, I know, I if, if you've tripped, if if you've tripped, or if you've gone somewhere, if you've gotten way too high, you've gone to a, a place.
1: Sure.
0: So when I hit two bowls of this happy shaman, I would go to this place where I thought I was communicating with different entities, and then I would kind of snap myself out of it. I had try and have a cup of coffee and like you know. Have a glass of water and then come back. And then when I did, I, when I came back to reality, where I thought, well, when I stopped seeing the visuals and communicating with the alternate dimension, I was stuck in a perpetual state of deja vu. I thought that everything that had happened, I had already experienced. Now, I don't know if that's my brain's perception on what was going on like oh like we're trying to familiarize ourselves back to tether ourselves back to reality you know this person you know your friends you're in your friend's car you're in a parking lot outside of a restaurant you've been to and my brain was just uh, in hyperdrive. like this has all happened before or i you know whatever it is i'm not really sure but kind of getting off topic here because i wanted to talk about the fucking no, alternate no, dimensions just, talking to a robot and a duck and shit yeah no, uh, i will sure i will get in i yeah i will get into that in a hot sec so for six months i was stuck in a perpetual state of deja vu everything that was happening to me had already happened in my brain uh i, I mean the the famous story that i told on sports was i went to a yankees game and i watched brett gardner hit a single and leg it out for a double and I, that's super regular. That's like, oh, the sun comes up at 6.05. In 2009, Brett Gardner was hitting singles and doubling it out for every at-bat. You know what I mean? The man was unstoppable. But it it sent me into a fucking tailspin. It got to the point where I was predicting what color car would go by. My friends were making fun of me. They were like, oh, yeah, well, what's this girl's shirt going to say? And I'm like, oh, it's an affliction, whatever, bedazzled shirt, you know. <laughs> and she would walk by and it would be like, oh, my God, fuck, you did but, it. And I don't know if they're like fucking with me or whatever. But
1: well, but I, again, like you and I have talked about affliction, bedazzled shirts are New Jersey as fuck. So you might just be seeing right, the regular right. run of the mill shit and exactly. just happen to call but, it. It's like when you think someone's going to call you and then they do or you're listening to the radio and you a song pops in your head and then that comes on. I mean, like those little things. I mean, is that just a coincidence or is there something to that?
0: Now, I don't know, but I stopped using that substance. And ever since then, I've been very interested in what deja vu is. And only until maybe three years ago, having a conversation with your wife, Chris, actually, uh, Dutch and I, she was like, oh, maybe you're a precog. And I was like, well, what the fuck is that? that? I was like, what the fuck is a precog? She goes, you know, like when kids know what's going to happen, they have precognition on some spooky ghost shit. And I was like, huh, that's pretty crazy. She goes, well, what it, what's it like? And I'm like, oh, it's like deja vu. When deja vu happens, I'm like, oh, my God, here it is, blah, 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 blah. And I was using, again, it's a little hand in hand with using deja vu to tether me back to my reality to be like, oh, I'm in this timeline now because I got fucking weird. At five and a half months of doing that, I was like, oh, dude, I'm fucking duck dodgers. I'm going through fucking star beams and fucking, you know, stargates and fucking going on astral beams and shit like that. I was doing heavy meditative practices. Had I known I was utilizing the substances in which I was, I probably would have done a little more research at the time. But also, that was like pre-internet. That was pre-Facebook, dude. Yeah. Uh, none of this shit was really like that. But now, every time I smoked it, I went to that place where I thought. I always called it the ride. I was on the ride. So it felt like I was in, um, so everything was like fractal and everything was like kind of pink and green and blue, like gnarly colors. You know what I mean? Like super HT Nas color vibes, you know? And I was sitting, I'm sitting in a back corner of a stretch limo and to my right, kind of in front of me, like, you know how like on my couch, like there's that corner seat. I was sitting in that corner seat and then on either side of me, one was uh, what I called the robot. And then the other was I called the duck. Now, I don't know if they were ducks or robots. They're kind of just like fractal beings. But one of them sounded like they were going beep, boop, beep, boop like on some fucking R2D2 shit. No shit. And then the other one kind of sounded like quack 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 like quacks. And so I called them the duck and the robot. And every single time I used the peyote or the the spice I got I f- freaked the fuck out until I started doing more meditative practices while I was doing it and kind of came to a point where I'm like okay like if I keep going back to this place there's got to be a reason right so now when I take THC when Jason now blesses me with a nice piece of candy maybe he shows up with a nerd nerds rope and I don't talk to nobody for two days <laughs> uh I sit down and I'm like I'm back. I'm here. I'm at the place. I'm on the ride. And then I'll look over to my side and be like, what's up? What's up to the guys, right? The duck and the robot. And they'll just start communicating with me and everyone understands each other. And all three of us are speaking different languages and I'm getting, Hey dude, welcome back. This and that blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I've talked about it before. Like I have gotten life lessons from them and sure, you know, like, sure. like Shit, you know, and it might just be like my fucked up, like Looney Tunes brain, like trying to communicate yeah. what's going on to myself, right? So, like yeah, that. Like that if,
1: if you if you let me play the role of Jason Almy, it might just be shit that you're working out in your mind, or shit that you know that you have to 100%. deal with in yourself. One hundred percent manifesting in a way that these these yeah. chemicals are interacting with each other. Yeah, you
0: want to hear something crazier? I went deeper. Go on recently in about <laughs> uh, about f- four months ago, I reached this place that I recognize as I call it the Dojo. Ooh. I don't know why I call it the Dojo, but I walk in there and there's an entity. Well, not walk, but I get to this point. Right. And oh, by the way, while I'm driving, I can look out the window over my right shoulder and there's a whole cityscape. Of fuck fucking up. crazy fractals and fucking birds flying by and like fire in the sky and shit and I'm looking, dude. I'm like, it's so like locked in, right dude. Now, it's dude. like I want like, to <laughs> dude. It's I, I think of it as like psychedelic Miami. I'm like, dude, this
2: is the fucking gnarliest place ever,
0: Miami.
1: psychedelic going psychedelic
2: Psychedelic Delvin Cox like melts into existence. He's yeah, like, dude, he fuck? might be the duck. Who knows, Miami motherfucker.
1: Delvin is for sure the duck
2: for sure. So, um, yeah. actually, if I may, if go this on. is a great spot to interject, you mentioned um, <laughs> a few. Well, Please I know continue. Go on or hold on. I don't. He. I, it sounded like it could have been hold on. I got more to say, but he said go on. So I mean, I do. I, I Jay, I obviously have more to say. Obviously, but- we're cut from the same cloth in that regard. I mean, That's here we tough. are, baby. So you mentioned earlier your experience of déjà vu when you were using the mm. spicy spice so uh like which spice was it was it was it like a scary spice it sounds like scary spice Um, it was scary spice oh it was scary spice
0: but you mentioned
2: the deja vu which um actually unlike precognition which we're obviously we're setting the table for a discussion of precognition but deja vu is actually an incredibly common phenomenon that that like almost everybody experiences at some point mm-hmm. or another. Yeah, of course. Degree. So agree. The, so the, there's actually a body of research on uh, deja vu brain states. And in 1959, they were able to achieve deja vu in subjects by stimulating um, a specific area of the brain. So yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. About-
0: in the, the pre uh, prefrontal lobe, I believe that they, yeah. uh, they stimulated a little bit and uh, they were doing those tests, right? Yeah, uh, where they would just kind of map out two rooms that were similarly shaped and map yeah, them around and see, yeah, 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 and see cool. if they can kind of pop um déjà vu.
2: Yeah, the idea was that, and they did get pretty good at at inducing déjà vu. And I think what I took away from reading about that was that um, the the idea is that it's a sort of a mental state. It's a a state of a certain neural pathway, certain areas of the brain that are, that are active during that deja vu state. And perhaps there is um, like a way that you can excite the brain in a laboratory to, to achieve that. But then maybe there are uh, various substances that you can ingest, uh, inhale, and maybe there are like different meditative practices, fasting, doing crazy shit in the desert, butt naked, I mean, there's things that you can do that would um, kind of align your chakras and your chi in order to reset your chi, in order to like achieve brain states that would uh, allow you to feel this sense of deja vu and maybe even take that a step further to precognition, wouldn't you, wouldn't you say? I, I would have
0: to agree with you 100%. Now, my, my rebuttal to that would have to be on a regular ass day where, you know, maybe you haven't used an illicit substance in weeks. Uh, and you're at work and you meet the new employee and you have a conversation with them and you're immediately thrown into i've met this person we've had this conversation before they're gonna bring up the sopranos and then they bring up the sopranos yeah which is yeah. that's that's a verbatim thing that's happened to me yeah um i you know one of the new cooks that came into work um we were talking and we, you know in dry storage or whatever i was like yo yeah, what's up blah, 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 blah and i was like oh my god like this has happened before, and now, granted, I've been in that dry storage uh, spot hundreds of thousands of times, right? I work in a kitchen. I've been working there for years. That's kind of what the thing is, but I don't talk about the Sopranos because I just don't talk about the Sopranos unless I'm with you guys. Because it's right? New Jersey so, and no, it's regular again. Right. I was too busy talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I was always, like... I was more of a dork about Game of Thrones than I was about Sopranos, because I didn't appreciate it at the time. I do now, whatever, whatever. So me and this cook were talking, and she brings up the Sopranos. And I'm like, uh, what? She goes, yeah, you know, like, Tony Jr., like, blah, 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 this and that. And I was like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is fucking really weird, to the point where I wrote it down so that I could remember it, because... I wanted to look into it further and and then, when Chris started talking about having dreams that tie into reality in some way, I started to dig a little deeper into the ties between dreams and your dream state and your reality
1: that's one of the theories that I read about deja vu in and of itself is that you you might dream of something and you, you we don't remember every single dream we have, but you know you might uh, you know suspend disbelief we might be going somewhere in in our dreams we might be crossing over to a different reality we might be astral projecting whatever you want whatever label you want to put on it but we're living something in that subconscious state and then when you hit that moment in your your waking life you've already been there that's why you feel like you've already been there because you have already been there and that goes back to what i'm saying about time being that you know like present past future are all running concurrent with each other you have been to these different places ping 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 like a ping pong ball you know throughout the cosmos and you don't even know it
0: well also i mean hold on real quick um because i have to i have to make a point that ties onto that i'm so sorry jad i know that
2: I want to um, put a pin in that, too, because I want to get back to theories about deja vu and tie that yeah, up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it it could be maybe. And I mean, I'm just hypothesizing here that maybe you are living infinite amount of situations throughout your head as a survival technique to like, I know what happens if I get in a car accident. I know what happens if I get in a, a conversation with a dangerous person. I know what happens if I do this. And it just so happens that some of them may leak into your fucking into your consciousness, like I know what happens if I meet Jason Almey and hug him when he's standing on the car, or, you know, his wife's car, whatever, whatever. And that, and then that shit happens, and you're just like, "Yo, deja vu, bro." I'm well, sorry, so,
2: Jay. Go on. Yeah, I actually think that's a wonderful theory because you, your, you know, your subconscious might be running through scenarios, preparing for instantaneous reactions. If you have ever touched something hot, you jerk your hand away before right. you think about it. So right. there may be some uh, preparatory. Uh, space, you know, part of the hard drive in there that's sort of um, spinning all the what ifs. And then every now and again, one of those what ifs just kind of spins out of orbit and then appears in your conscious mind. I also think there may be a phenomena where you're actually backfilling a memory like where, you know, time we experience it at least, Chris, we at least experience it kind of moving in a linear like this happened, then this happened, then this happened sequence. But what if accidentally sometimes the thing that's happening right now instead of getting saved to right now in my brain it gets saved to like over here a little ahead and so now my brain is like backfilling the data and so it's sort of like doing it a little bit in reverse and i'm experiencing like it's almost like a hiccup
0: you're yeah. like going and then you're kind of like kind of like what a cd would skip or a record yeah. would skip
2: yeah you know? and it goes so- back a little bit and now you're yeah. like wait a minute, didn't I just hear this? And I I think that if we're going to explain deja vu as a, a mundane phenomena that we experience as biological creatures trapped in meat sacks, then that's a good way to explain it. But Chris, I actually, I also like the idea that all of these different, the time is, is it exists like a thing exists. It's not like the future doesn't exist until it happens. It like, it all exists. And that sometimes you just access it the way you would access um your your memory of the past you're accessing a memory of the future by accident i like that uh, time I, loops I, baby time loops baby i love that shit
1: that's why everything we've learned in movies about time travel is wrong right possibly
2: could be like if you showed up if if a older you with gray hair and a long beard and like long kind of like horseshoe looking hair showed up with a flux capacitor and was like yo everything we know from back to the future is real get in i'd i'd fucking get in yeah let's go take a ride yeah I want to see the galaxy, motherfucker. Let's you know what
0: I mean? Like old man, Adam Simmons with a beard and he's bald. He just has more tattoos. He's like, get in, freak. I'm like, oh, shit. How do I know it's you? Peyote.
2: You're like, oh, I got it.
1: Sick.
0: Yeah.
2: How do I know it's you, Adam? You pulled down your pants. Look at this Tanuki nutsack I got in the future. And you're like, oh, shit. He got a Tanuki nutsack. Wait a minute. I- you. The,
0: but the way that you would know it was me, it was I was wearing shorts and I still pulled my pants down. And you're like, <laughs>
2: that's how I know it was him. I'm saying you go to the urinal and you just drop your pants to pee, and you're like, okay, throw <laughs> him. and I'm like, still drops his pants to pee at a urinal. just like, and it's that's him. That's yeah. him.
0: So, there's a thing, right, that I've been doing as a kid, and I didn't know what it was, and I still kind of don't know what it is. But
2: is that a gun? That is a fucking AR 15. Try to break it. It's a gold AR 15 I wear on my neck. Come at me, brah. No, uh, no thank you sir i wear it during sex so I, I had to
0: write this down because i can't clearly speak it in general and it's kind of like you know because i'm a wordy fuck so uh i'm gonna read this thing yeah uh and i and i call it the um right now it's the the 1234 thing okay ever since i was about nine i've looked at the clock and it said the same time every time i looked at it so like Every, it could be that i just happen to look at a clock every time at the same time every day and i'm like oh it's 10:45 today it's 10:45 tonight it's 10:45 tomorrow it's 10:45 the next night but it happens so often that i've recognized it and recently the time has been 12:34 now as silly as that seems it being 1234 i've taken it as not like a sign but in the in the theory of time loops and timelines and alternate dimensions and stuff it kind of gives me while i was in that panic state doing the the peyote it let me know that i was on the right track because if i did the same thing the same time every day and i was interacting with other things maybe it was some weird theory that i had that i didn't really quite hash out because i was too busy fucking doing drugs
1: can I, can I can I tell you something about that? Yeah, sure. So numerology is something that I'm, you know, in addition to a dozen other fucking woo-woo pseudoscience topics that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And because you know, when you're a teenager and shit, you know, you're going out with a girl or whatever. It's oh, it's eleven eleven. Fucking make a wish, blah, 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 you know, and it's like a fucking thing. And then you start thinking about that shit. One, two, three, four, twelve thirty four on the clock it, or not even on the clock, just you know twelve thirty four is what's called, and you'll like this because it's on brand as fuck. It's called the full circle, and that's because if you add up the total of all those numbers, one plus two, plus three plus four, you get ten, which is one plus zero, which is one, you're back to one, you're full circle, right, and numerology states that it might be. It might be a sign that you're waking up or you're becoming like your true self when you consistently notice a certain number over and over and over. Like for, for Dutch, she's got a thing. And I don't know what the significance is, but it's 138. And like we'll move into a new apartment when we were kids and the 138 will be. In Was some- she
0: super into the misfits?
1: No, no,
0: no. Fucking love- misfits. They have, a, they have a song called We Are 138. No shit. I promise yeah. you. It, it was like Man.
1: in everything. It would, you know, we, like if, and, and it was significant shit. We'd move. It'd be in the address. You know, we'd get a new phone number. It'd be somewhere in like our our fucking uh, area codes eight one three. Some configuration of one three eight for the last twenty years. It just turns up all the fucking time. I don't know what it means, but one two three four. If it consistently finds its way back into your life, is allegedly supposed to mean that you're waking up and you're becoming your true self. So, bro, it happens
0: you're, every day. You're, you're at like at nighttime, like. Twelve thirty four a.m. and twelve thirty four p.m. like at least four times a week, And Mister I mean, What's?
1: Well, yes, Mister Almi.
2: Have you heard of a uh, common phenomenon called confirmation bias?
1: Yes, and I was actually just going to go there too because I was going to say it could be something as simple as you only notice that you know, like yeah. I, I recently
2: you know, every my hundred six, my six hundred pound life motherfucker going to, into a McDonald's. I don't never notice a fucking skinny motherfucker sure, walking sure, sure, out sure. of McDonald's. I notice the guy with the fucking ham hocks for legs. I the dude
0: wearing the compression
2: socks. Yep. And I think McDonald's motherfucker. That's what happens (laughs) when you eat McDonald's motherfucker. But four skinny people walk into a McDonald's eat a fucking cheeseburger. I don't it doesn't my brain, it doesn't register. My brain's like, I'm not picking that out because I want the confirmation. Right. i want to see the fat schlubby motherfuckers i want to see the meth head working behind the register i want to see somebody who failed at life at the walmart because that supports my worldview and and sure enough
0: i look at the clock and it is also other times like i don't just look at the clock twice a day right. we're constantly looking at our phones we are constantly you know with the apple watch it is what it is you know you're walking past the the oven or you walk past a fucking wall clock whatever it is but in addition I, sure to those enough, other times. sure enough, I see other times. Sure, but it's the significance, like- yeah, the significance of me seeing that time was I started to realize that it was twelve thirty four after this. Now, what I am considering my spiritual awakening yeah. after utilizing this peyote. You know what I mean? Because sure, that sure. threw me. That Chris was my. That was my cookie. That was my. That was my Bobby Light cookie. Like I was given a drug that I didn't want, and I used it, and I was fucking <laughs> thrown into a fucking tailspin, and I was like, "Whoa!" whoa like, what's going on here? And I then everything that after want. that, I turned, I went, I went full creature. After that, I started like, meditating. That's, how, fuck, that's how fucking
1: happens, dog. I mean, look I'm, at me, a, dude, a year and a half so, later, okay.
2: I was given a drug I didn't want, and I woke up, and I Bill Cosby had his fingers in me, and he was using Jell-O pudding as lube. I mean.
1: I hope not, because your wife was. I want to run my
0: motorcycle.
1: <laughs> no, but mm. it's 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 something like Jason to what you to your point. It's something as simple as like I recently just bought a gray truck, and I never took notice of gray trucks on the road before. To and now you open. see it all. the And time. now I see right. it fucking everywhere, literally everywhere. Every yeah. stoplight, I'm I'm noticing gray truck, gray truck, gray truck, and I'm like Jesus Christ, is this just a popular color now? But no, it's right. only because it affects you and your life, and now right. it's become relevant. Correct.
0: And again, I'm 100% skeptical on this. I am both Chris Watzke and Jason Alme on this front because I just – I have questions and I need them to be answered. And I'm not saying that, oh, there's a dude in the sky. He's got, a th- he's got three eyes and long hair and kind of looks like Jason and wears robes all day. And he's pointing me where to go or there's like a group of like aliens that are like omnipotent beings that are pointing me around in some hexagonal storm on Saturn. You know what I mean. Shout out to three weeks from now, but huh. that was pre. It, it was. It was. Check weeks. out that check out that future episode with Nick Hitten. But I've I've recognized it more, right? And that and it's not it's not always been uh twelve thirty four. At times it was like ten thirty six or you know nine forty two, whatever the time was. But I remember as a child looking at the time, looking at the clock in school all the time, and it was always be like boom like 246. And I, it just might be whatever, you know what I mean? But I would always be like, oh, Hey, like that's, that's weird that that happens all the time. And not until after, you know, kind of digging deeper into my spirituality and to, you know, my meditative practice and the utilizing of, uh, illicit substances to reach higher platforms, uh, and talk to source, etc. Um, if it has woo-woo as you want to get, I can get there, but Not only, with you, baby. Not yeah. Not only did I recognize it then, but I I, further perpetuating the thought in my mind that maybe there's some substantial evidence that maybe there might be a time skip or two, where you know I might have precognitive uh, abilities. You know what I mean? Because I'm more susceptible. I'm more open to the idea of alternate realities and alternate timelines and and things of that nature. So. I don't really know, and that is these are all the questions that I kind of had for our um, our guest. But um, she is super super busy with her PhD in precognitive studies, so probably in a couple of months, I think uh, February, sometime around then, we should uh, bring her back, and then we can kind of inundate her
2: when we have a little bit more research. But yeah, be um, good to circle back to this topic anyway. Like at least now we get to kind of have sort of introductory talk about it, like get our experiences out there because I don't think I've had as strong an experience as as either of y'all. I know, Chris, you've had some dream experiences. I've had some wild dream experiences too, but I don't think they were like I, I will say I was I was talking to somebody on the Reddit about precognition the other day when I was trolling for guests, and the guy said he he's had light experiences. Yeah, I know. It's like, hey, show me your dick. Hey, you ever seen the future? Hey, can I see your balls now? <laughs> like, hey, let me let, watch butt cheeks. Let me see your asshole. Uh, By the way, you ever dreamed about the future? You know, can you you can you read minds? Because if yes, you could sir. read my mind, you'd be spreading them butt cheeks right now. So i
1: nudes. uh, Jason shows you his dick, and you see the future. Goddamn it!
2: Yeah, goddamn. Yeah, he got that. He's got that fucking wizard stick. <laughs> fucking dick. It's all curled and knobby. You, that you shall not pass. Shit. So, um, I, I, but I did talk to this Slamming guy. Slamming
0: it on a bridge. Exactly.
2: Dun, 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 dun. I don't even feel this anymore, motherfucker. I'm dead inside. <laughs> ah. Oh my god. So, um, like this dude says, he he had a dream of his kid. And it hasn't happened yet, but he's like waiting for it to happen. And I actually, that jogged my memory because I actually have had two dreams about my kid even before she was born that in hindsight were like extraordinarily, like they didn't happen. I don't consider them precognitive because they didn't happen like that way. But it was, I was kind of, my mind was predicting how she would appear and behave in, in a dream, like even before she was born. And that part has been, like extremely spot on, like I was able to predict, like even her voice, the way she looked, all this stuff, all I'd ever seen was like, you know, her looking like a little peanut on the, on the ultrasound, right, I mean, it's, that's not what I saw in the dream, though, what the the images of her that I saw in the dream, and the sound of her voice, exactly what she looks like and sounds like today. So I don't know that it was precognitive, but that is one of the experiences that I've had. that's like, hey, well, maybe there is like something that we're able to access a little bit and that maybe we talked about brain states. Adam's talked at length about drugs achieving that brain state, but there are other ways and maybe uh, certain like dream states, certain levels of like the REM sleep and dream states can also put your mind in that precise configuration where the stars line up. And you're able to get something, even if it's not like the precise lotto numbers. Well,
0: something. you alluded to it earlier with the alighting of the chakras and the things of that nature. But yeah. and, and Chris actually alluded to it. I don't know if it was on air or if it was in our discussion off air. But um, he had a, a reference to uh, DMT in the pineal gland. Now, yeah. the pineal gland is accessed. Actively while sleeping, you know what I mean. I mean that's where you get the majority of the visuals in which yeah. uh, you experience while you're sleeping. If I'm not mistaken, I mean I'm a obviously I'm not a dreamologist or a fucking brainiac or whatever the fuck they're called. You know, imagine the people who study brains are called brainiacs. So I don't I don't know I don't know dick about dick, but. You don't know we, shit about Chris mentioned brain. it earlier that there's, you have this whole access of dimethyltryptamine that's in the center of your head, right? And it's accessed every evening while you're sleeping. And now that is the highest, uh, the second highest chakra, right? It's not the crown chakra. It's the, yeah. the one underneath it, Jay. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: That one. I know all about the chakras.
0: Yeah. Well, you, the crown chakra is the tip top, right? And then the second yeah. one, that's the pineal gland, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. And then they call it the third eye, right? Is that.
2: Yeah. That's definitely um, the third eye. Right.
1: See, and that's um, that's that's what I mean when you say it like the thing of it is is we don't know anything about uh, our brain. We don't know anything about uh, consciousness. I mean, well not anything, but we don't know enough to really where things like this get dismissed. And we it, it we do know that in the pineal gland we do have the DMT. That's that's 100% you know fact. We do we do know that. And it's produced there and that's what they believe near death experiences and all that good shit. Uh, is when, that
0: huge huge rush yes. of dimethyltryptamine before you pass?
1: No but when you say when you say it happens when we're asleep and that affects dreams immediately the the skeptical folk will will dismiss that because they'll say it's just a dream now we don't even know what a dream is but it's so regular that it happens every day you know it, it we can dismiss it as commonplace now when i lay down into a flotation tank and i'm fully con i'm fully conscious and i'm fully aware and it's just dark and water and me and i'm not on any illicit drugs other than you know like fucking adrenaline to get into this tank and i'm a little fucking anxious because it's kind of confined and then right. i go just
0: some alpha brain and a hard dick you don't give a fuck
1: and then i blast off to the fucking center of the universe and i go to, i mean if we're naming it i'll go to the quote-unquote factory and have a whole on full experience yeah I, that's source. yeah you're going eyes you're going open. to
0: source yeah. eyes
1: eyes wide fucking open my eyes are not closed i'm just staring off into the abyss seeing things feeling my body on a fucking slab going through a fucking factory H- yeah hearing, hearing so, ratchet so can sounds you, in my brain i,
0: I Chris, real quick, I know you've you've discussed this on H T Nos before, but I can't believe I said Jay was on fucking H T Nos. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought um, well, he I'm was. Perfect. He was
1: last no, week.
0: No, no, I was just, I'm like, I told you, I was dancing, singing, fucking, drinking, fucking smoking, dancing in my underpants to Rick James, and I was just <laughs> blown away. <laughs> <laughs> That's do-do-do. yo, you know that song is about him coming home fucked up, trying to fuck his girl, and her like, <laughs> no. <laughs> she's
2: like yeah. no and
0: he's like give it to me baby and she's like yeah. this is rape rick stop it <laughs>
2: um, i i think rick, rick was kind of open to it a little bit to rape i think I'm, that I'm was sure he out. was
0: open to a lot of things he's rick fucking james god damn it god shout damn out to it. those boots he was wearing on that fucking the album of his greatest hits uh so chris that experience can you just go over that real quick for us
1: yeah, so I mean, like,
0: like just go go deep on it. Like you, you told the story on H T NASA about you. I,
1: I did, and
0: sitting I mean, on the slab and then do working on you, all the fucking beings or whatever. If you want to go in on that, if you could, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, no, so I mean, I, I'm turning into a frequent floater at at your advice. And I couldn't
0: be more fucking stoked about that. By the way
1: it it the first the first experience in the tank was crazy the second was kind of not as crazy but still a little bit crazy and then the third was just full on fucking hey yo you're here now and that's because I believe, to me, you told me to set intention before I go in there, and to really give it its due. So I'm driving to the place, and I'm setting my intention. What do I want to work out in the tank today? And I, I you know, come up with a couple of things or whatever. I lay down in the tank, and I'm maybe it's because of what I'm into. Maybe it's because of the creatures. Maybe it's you know just whatever. But I'm watching the I'm I'm watching the um, uh, akashic records and shit like that, and I'm like whatever I, whatever I was watching said that basically the belief is that we're all assigned our own guide and all we have to do is ask for help. So as I'm setting this intention, I ask for my Akashic record guide to, to assist me, you know, like fucking I, Hey, this is, this is my call. All right. I'm Dave Groh. This is a fucking call. Come get me. I lay down in the tank and then off in the peripheral behind me, I see kind of like a little, a little like swirl behind me. I don't want to call it a, portal because that that would make jason fucking triggered and he would he would immediately say you got to be lying
0: Nah you you could say that shit dude that shit that shit is a fucking stargate dog
1: i'm uh, in my peripheral i see swirl of color you know and then you know i'm like oh shit here we go fucking you know i'm i'm uh, this is it next thing you know i feel like i'm on a slab and i'm moving through a, a factory and i say it's a factory because like i don't know like i don't see machines or anything but it's just got that feel and it's got that you know like almost like there's gargoyles and i'm going through through so that feelings
0: that you have that feeling right there and you don't know exactly what's going on but you kind of feel that's what i'm talking about when i'm in the car and i'm looking at like psychedelic miami and i'm in like the dojo that feeling i don't know what it is but it's like fractals right
1: yeah it's like
0: that's that's what i was talking about
1: I get, I get like the, the vibe that I'm going down like the aisle of, you know, like there might be machines to the left and the right, but I'm traveling down the fucking corridor or whatever. And there's little guardrails or whatever. And I, I just, I feel like I'm in a factory and that's because like ambient noise and it might just be ambient noise from the tank, but it's, you know, like you feel like maybe like steam, you know, like, you know, like little, little fucking factory ask noises and I'm on this slab, which might, again, the the skeptic, I'm laying down on my back so I've and I'm floating. So obviously, you know, like floating on a slab isn't really a, a stretch of the imagination, but I'm traveling through there. And then I kind of get like raised up. And, you know, anyone that's been in the tank knows that you're kind of, your uh, equilibrium's off a little bit. You feel like you're spinning because it's dark and whatever. So I feel like I'm getting raised and spun. And then the first thing that comes up is I and set the intention I wanted to fix things with my mom. We have kind of a rocky relationship and we always have and I'm at the point in my life where I just want to move past it. And when this happens, all these like these blue balls come down in front of my face and it's like okay, it's it's time to talk about mom and it's like the, the entire field of vision is just blue balls, like blue fucking big ass yoga balls even. So the, the thought how to how to fix things with my mom starts popping in and I have all these thoughts about like my childhood and shit. and I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm getting kind of tight chested even just talking about it because it's no it's, dude it's fucking, fucking go man. It's fucking love crazy because that about shit because that shit's for real. That shit's really
0: super for fucking real, bro. And I mean, I know I know Jay's going to fucking bust your chops regardless of what you say, <laughs> but he just says because that's just because he's your boy. You know what I mean? I'm gonna make fun of you for eating fucking candy spaghetti every single day of your life, or whatever the fuck it is. But I'm only gonna do that because of your friend. I'm your friend, but right. you what? What you experience in that float tank and what you experience in life, and not outside of the float tank, they're they're just as real as you experience them. You know what I mean? So
1: that's actually uh, a conversation wh- Jason and I were having earlier because earlier today we were talking about the you know the fabric of reality, like we do at ten o'clock yeah. in the morning on a Friday afternoon, and. Yeah. I, we were having the discussion of if it's induced by chemicals, if it's something that we're, you know, smoking or ingesting, that's giving us this reality, is it really happening? And I think it, whether it's because of that or not, it's still happening. So, I mean, it's still fucking real, you know, you could take that experience with you, whether I went to another place or not, I, I was told, you know, how to work it out. And I brought that reality back to, to, you know, the real world. And I yeah. implemented it with my mom. And for the first time in fucking 25 years, we told each other, we loved her. You know, we loved each other last week, you oh, know, well. like it, we fucking had it's a like big a fucking
0: real, deal, man. Like, that is a big deal.
1: We had like a real, real fucking moment, you know, and it, yeah. it was, it was because of something that, you know, some people will tell you didn't actually happen, whether it happened or not, it fucking happened. And it was able to get, it was able to produce real life results.
2: So right. I want to I say something, Chris, that, you know, there's a subjective part of all of reality, whether it's a dream state, a hallucination, or even just your day to day. Like there's uh, an experience that we all have, and it only occurs in our brain, the flavor of tea, the experience of looking at something. Right. Dreamy. Perception. Perception is reality. There, yeah, there's yeah. a logical concept that it's called the Thomas theorem. And that is that things that are real in their consequence. Are real. So the, the idea is that you had an experience. Now, it's hard to quantify that. We can't agree like we can all agree on certain things that exist in the physical reality, like we can all drive to the Grand Canyon and follow the same coordinates and get there. But the, the, the idea is that you had this experience that is not quantifiable in that respect. You can't give a longitude and latitude line and have me and Adam meet you there using GPS. But the fact is, it has to do ketamine. It, and let's do let's uh let's yeah if
0: we do if we do ketamine and we go in flow tanks at the same time we could definitely go talk to space jason
2: put a pin in that i want to do that but um <laughs> yeah okay sweet so the idea is that behind the thomas theorem is that uh, if you believe that there's a monster under your bed people will think you're silly but if you behave if if you believe so much and that you behave in a way that that you would if there was a monster on your bed, then it essentially becomes, it doesn't make the monster real, but it, it essentially makes it real via its consequences. That's the Thomas theorem. It's used largely in sociology, but it applies here too, because you had an experience that none of us can share. It, we can hear about it. I can imagine what it was like for you, the blue balls and shit like that. Dicks everywhere, whatever. I'm not judging, but the yeah. fact that you had a real effect in your reconnection with your mother, and, and that, that's real and that's powerful and that means yeah. something.
0: Yeah, Uh, and we're going to get back to your float because that's not the rest of your float. It wasn't just that. But I have a great example if people don't believe that perception is uh, reality. Uh, Somebody that's colorblind, you're going to tell them that grass is green and the sky is blue. They're going to be like, what are you talking about? The sky is red and grass is yellow. And to them it is, and it always has been and it always will be, right, until they put those special glasses on and then it changes it. But if Jason pulls those glasses that are on his face down, colors are going to change, right? So, like, if you have any sort of glasses, like, they're going to change. So, perception is reality. That's it. There's nothing else. What I see and what you see, we can describe it to each other and what your perception of what blue is and what my perception of blue is may be different. They may be similar, but it's still in our head. It's blue because that was the color that we we were taught as kids. Yeah. Like, it could look red. My red and your blue could look identical, but we would never know. Right you know what I mean? Because it's always been your blue and it's always been my red, whatever it is.
2: So that um, is. That's the question of consciousness that we all experience that we can agree on certain things that are quantifiable, but the experience is not quantifiable. That's not something that you can ever take out of your head and put in someone else's and and have them experience the, the world the exact same way as you. And I think that's important to your, your experience chris and that might also be important to the idea of precognition prescience future vision whatever
1: well yeah. and 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 that's how i relate it too because like as as you know like i'm staring at all and i don't know why it was blue balls i don't know why that field you know, no, vision because
2: you ain't it, been fucked it's
1: bubbles or what the fuck ever it was but
2: you got a full nut ready to go it's a
0: whole ass nut dude every time i float i get a hard dick i get like a like <laughs> yeah. you know when like like one of them teenage boners where you're just like I want to oh. fuck the wall. I get one of those yeah. every time, every
1: single time I float, dude.
2: I'm, I'm like dot com. Y'all hit the link in my show notes. You can have the teenage boners again. Yeah.
1: Dutch Dutchess theory on why it was blue, like bubbles was because, I mean, she watches cartoons with the kids and she referenced Inside Out and she was like, maybe they were your memories. And it kind of made sense to me because as I was trying to sort this shit out, I was thinking about all the, the shit that I was mad about. I was thinking about all the things that I was holding maybe against my mom that wasn't her fault and things that were her fault and things that I was to blame for and things that she's to blame for and just all this fucking shit. And then when I just realized at the end of the day, it's all love. It's, a, I mean, she did the best she can. You're doing your best she can. And we're the, all, were, we're all just After trying.
0: you realize that, after you realize that, were, were the bubbles still blue? They burst. It, they burst. They, okay, they, so they, burst they didn't change I, color. The whole, they didn't like no. illuminate white and then no,
1: the, they disappeared. They just went.
0: Poof, poof, everything just kind of
1: bright fucking blue. It was almost like blinding in the dark because I mean anyone that's been in a tank knows you can't see shit. I can hold my my hand an inch from my face and not see. Yeah. it. it's that dark. Yeah, and the whole the whole thing was lit up blue. And then it, yeah. w- then you start moving again, and it was moving me through the fucking factory. But not before, in the back of my head, I heard ratchet sounds, which made me feel- crink,
0: crink, crink. Yeah, like, like
1: like when you sh- when you turn a socket wrench, like shh. Yeah. Sh- and I'm like, oh, they're fixing me. Whatever this is, they're fucking fixing me because I yeah, stories. So you know, huh,
2: Bro. Bro. like a psychedelic nascar pick crew they're like it wasn't that fast it wasn't
1: that fast
0: well you're not that fast but for me and almy <laughs> <it'd> be like <laughs>
1: definitely definitely like,
2: got a lot to fix over here yeah
0: for you it would be like the guy with the overalls with one hanging off you know what i mean and he's missing <laughs> teeth and he's like what's wrong you got a little cracking and you're he'd you like yeah dude whatever that means just fix my car i'll see you in 14 days
1: the the fucking uh, the the energy source uh, version of Mater from Cars comes walking up. Is that what you're saying, Larry the King? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 But, and, and, uh, and I want to reiterate, so, so too. So
0: continue, continue with your flow, because I'm incredibly... Well, that, was, that, uh, was,
1: that was the most profound part. I mean, like, the other thing that I, I, I just mention because, I mean, like, anyone that knows me knows that I have a problem with confidence in myself and, and things, too. And I mentioned something about an intention of the podcast, you know, like, should I continue doing this? Should I even, you know should I even waste my fucking time with this? Am I good enough? You know, I, I wrestle with that shit all the time and that was the next stop in the factory and the the bubbles this time were white for whatever reason. It was the same fucking thing. You move to the next spot. All the bubbles are white. And then it was, so like basically- are you,
0: are you aware of like, it's similar to like uh numerology, but like colors and like how you perceive events like sadness is blue despair is white or like un being unsure is you know what i mean like anger is red are you did you tie any of those things together or is that coming together as i'm saying it
1: no i mean like it makes sense like you know anger being red or whatever i know like purple like you were talking about chakras is the top of the, the crown chakra i mean like not enough to i think it would seep in even subliminally okay But I mean, it was, this stop was all white and it wasn't a lot of self-reflection. It was more positive affirmations. Like it was just a lot of in my, in my, in my mind's eye, I'm getting a lot of like, just in my brain, like you are good enough. You can do this, you know, like all that stereotypical shit that everyone always, you know, says that you should believe in yourself kind of thing. Mm
2: -hmm. And then they
1: burst again, fucking everything burst and it's just fucking white light that time. And those were the only two things I wanted to work out. So then, as I start moving again, I the only the best way I could describe it, it was like the the scene in Empire Strikes Back where there's a big fucking hole where Luke and, and Darth Vader are having their fucking final thing in the clouds, and then there's you a big hole. Whoosh. They raise me up, and I'm on this platform. And then all of a sudden, as I realize, you know that it's over, it tips, and then I feel yep. like I'm falling. I hit the hole, and bam, I'm back. And then right as I'm back, the bubbles come on to let you know that that you're done. And I'm like, holy right oh, shit, time, that baby. was a fucking hour. That felt like ten minutes. And yeah. I, I mean it, and it was a fucking hour. But yeah. again, you know, the 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 ratchet sounds and shit, you know, like they're fu- like somebody somewhere was working on me and it's helped me, like I said, whether it's bullshit or not, I take it to the real world and I implement that shit in my life and it's, it's made all the difference. And, and what I wanted to reiterate was that stone sober, this is just me yeah. and my thoughts. Yeah. This is meditation, right. deep, deep right. meditation, power this of the brain, baby, Whatever's stuck right here in the middle of my forehead. I mean, that's all I'm worried. Yeah.
2: I comes pre-equipped with DMT dog. Like, that's right, baby, like Adam, you can, I, I don't advise it kids, but No, me neither. Please don't do it.
1: I advise everybody that's got the means, get yourself, it, it doesn't have to be in the float tank, but just get yourself into the, the, the practice of meditation and getting mm. to know yourself and going, yeah. going deep and working think, shit out because people, yeah, don't I, work think, their shit I think, I think
0: the float tank is a good catalyst. Like if you float once or twice, maybe like two floats, you know, it's, It's not crazy expensive. It's a little more expensive than, say, like, uh, you know, going to dinner by yourself or buying yourself lunch and treating yourself that way. But it's about as expensive as, like, a couple of good yoga classes. And if you go in and you set intention and you talk to people that have floated before and, you know, you're doing the right thing, you're not drinking caffeine beforehand, you could smoke weed, you could eat weed, you could... You do whatever you do, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But I suggest the first couple of times that you do it, you do it stone sober, just like Chris did. And, um, and you hit it and you hit it hard, man, because that, I mean, it's, it's one of the most powerful things. I didn't meditate until after doing float tanks. And every time I do a float tank, it it comes out something else I'm working, you know, I, and I've told the story on uh Sam PC before, uh, my most recent float experience was, me going through a forest like envisioning myself as an adventurer as a wizard whatever it is on like some skyrim shit and i'm going and i'm fighting werewolves right and i'm fighting like little mini anxieties and things of that nature and i'm going through what i call the haunted forest and like all of like you know the bad thoughts and shit like that and i'm picking up armor and i'm doing you know i'm getting new weapons to kind of help myself and it's you know Uh, positive affirmation in my brain, whatever I attribute these weapons and this armor to is going to help me get through the forest, uh, the the haunted forest, right? So I think I'm getting to the end, and I find this treasure chest, and I'm like, sick, I got this fucking armor that's going to help me fucking defeat the dragon in the cave. I put it on, and I feel fucking absolute despair, just a complete black hole sucks into my chest, and I feel like every weight I've ever felt in my entire life on my chest, right in my heart while I'm floating. And I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to get this out. And I, and I, you know, the Joker or whoever it is, some entity comes out right of the forest, some ghost or fucking spirit or whatever. And it's like, you know, if you just take this and you believe everything that I tell you, I can, I can fix that armor for you and I can make sure that nothing else hurts ever again. And it's, and the despair that I feel is so deep that I'm like, oh my god! And, and Chris, now hear me out. I'm not trying to one up you, but I was fucking stoned. No, no, I'm was, I'm like mind melding
1: yeah. with you, dude. Like I love hearing yeah. shit like this because yeah. I, I I was wonder, fucking well, I, I, I was I, real I, stoned. I wonder if we, you know, like when when I say we, I mean like you know humanity. Whoever goes to these deeps. St- deep states goes to the same spot but it manifests itself in a way that's going to resonate with you like right because you, right of you're, course you're because a Skyrim I'm, I'm head. a
0: fucking nerd you're, right. well,
1: you're a Skyrim head so maybe that's like we'll take you on a yeah. fucking adventure that will resonate with yeah. you I don't know why I um, went through a factory because I'm not like a fucking gearhead or anything but maybe I right. know that I need to work on myself so right that's, exactly that, that's the allegory
0: um, right and I always, attri- I always attribute life as like an adventure and like you know this and that and I always talk about uh, anxiety and the, and personal troubles as like fighting demons right and sure. it, to me dragons and dracula and fucking werewolves are all demons so anyway i put this thing on my chest right and i i take uh, and it, it's fucking it just makes the it it turns the black into red and then i'm filled with rage and i'm like oh, i fucking hate everything and i start cutting trees down and i'm fighting around right and i start fucking cutting trees server. down and i see this big cave and i'm like maybe if i go in this cave I could fucking get this pain off my chest. Sure enough, the second I dive in there, there's a fucking three headed giant dragon fucking breathing fire like D&D fucking 1982 right off the fucking poster, man.
1: That's the creatures of the night, baby. That's the three headed dragon right here.
0: and And I'm fucking like I don't have the armor to do this, and I'm fucking pissed off. And I just got a fucking st- and I there's nothing I can do to def- and I keep running to charge at this fucking uh, dragon, and I keep getting cut down, and I keep getting cut down, and I keep and then I'm running around, and I'm like, look, let me just fucking get rid of it all, drop it all, and see what I can do. Right? So I drop the armor that the guy gave me, and I get rid of the all of the red and the and I drop the swords, and I run up, and I'm just like. And I punch the fucking dragon and to do whatever I got I got to do to fucking to beat him right. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see a chest. Right, I see like not a, a good set of tits. I mean, granted, but uh, <laughs> like a, like a nice like a nice treasure chest, right? Like a double D treasure chest. And I fucking and I'm like, oh, I wonder what what's in that. So I fucking go over there and I unlock it and there's this little stone right that's about this big. And I take it and I put it here on my chest where my armor was iron man and then style? A, uh yeah straight up and then a fucking white beam fucking iron shoots,
1: man style dog that's what dude, i'm saying shoots out of
0: my fucking chest eviscerates the fucking uh dragon right and yeah, then i turn dude. around and then the forest just like pff, all of a sudden i'm in like fucking oregon and i'm like <laughs> oh it's just a regular ass forest like everything that I thought was spooky was just regular as fuck.
2: It's just so Oregon.
0: I'm, and I'm like, yeah. Oh fuck. And then as I'm walking, funny enough, I'm like, I'm looking around and all of a sudden, like all the ghosts and the demons are like Sasquatch and like the Loch Ness monster and all the other fucking silly shit that I like. And I'm just like, it, it's all and from that experience. I was like, dude, it's all my perception. My anxiety is going to attack me if I think that it's going to attack me. But if I don't, then I could just walk, Casually through the forest, all I have to do is, you know, believe that I can do it, and I will.
1: Jason, what do you what do you have to say I, about it?
2: It's no wonder you get mad hard during the fo- float tank. I'm fucking, I'm completely stiff just listening. <laughs> <laughs> if my wife is still in this chat, we got to talk about me going on to float tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to talk about that anyway, dude. Because I mean, I think that I think that you should try to experience it. My only concern is that you're going to go in. With a guard up and you're not going to experience the full potential of what you possibly could, because I feel like you're going to go in and you're going to to have that, you know, that defense mechanism up. I'm going to
2: go in with I'm going to go in with low expectations, man.
1: No, you
0: have to set an intention, dude. That's why you got to do it twice. Uh, and I was actually just looking into this thing called a darkness retreat where you sit in darkness for five days straight. Holy shit. You go to this place and you stay in basically a hotel right it's a hotel room you got a bathroom you can take a shower or whatever right and it's complete darkness they black out the windows and shit they feed you you know what i mean they, they'll feed you every day and you can you know you give you only like dark, a couple of hours meat. only dark meat only dark meat uh it's probably knowing knowing these retreats it's probably like an all vegan diet or whatever probably yeah no shit it's like oh here's some bread and
2: like some, sticking his dick in your ear and shit too yeah. he's like a walls resting on his shoulders like yeah don't, um, don't
0: but basically like <laughs> but basically you're living you're living in complete darkness for five days and it is said that by day four you're literally blinded by your own visions like it's super bright you're like you have like a it's like a light right in your face and you're just seeing fractals and what do you do when you
2: leave do they got to turn the lights on slowly because that's got to be like when you yeah of course there's on. like I, I believe like if I'm in the theater and it's like uh, one in the afternoon, you're
1: like, oh god, oh, damn, shit. it's
2: so bright, but like on steroids. Yeah. Do you Ever walk out um, of a strip
1: club at seven a.m. and you're like, fuck, I've been here all night with the weirdest um, one. Oh yeah, it. I love when that happens.
2: But yeah,
0: so they they then they bring you into like a room where they dim the lights up, and then I guess you sit for a couple of hours and you talk about your experience with the guys who who run it or whatever. My float place
1: um, has that. My float place, when you come out of the, the room, has like a, the, I don't know, I don't think they call it like a recuperation room, but it's something like that, you know, and it's got a couple couches and an aquarium in there. And they, they're like, take all the time you need, go in there and get, you know, recalibrated or whatever, you know, yeah. and whenever you're ready, yeah. then come on out.
2: Question for you both. Yes, dear. Um, how much semen? all over your food do you think you would eat before you knew that there was semen on there before you like tasted it because i feel like that would be the experiment like if i worked at this place and it's dark for five straight days i'm gonna see how many times i can come on your fucking steak sandwich your philly cheese and and before you fucking notice like look dude who's, like, eating, like who's
0: eating a philly cheese steak in the dark besides chris watsky you know what i mean like he's the only one <laughs>
2: <laughs> fucking lunchbox. I gotta, I gotta
0: imagine <laughs> I gotta imagine that there is heavy meditative practice that goes on for days beforehand. You yeah. gotta do some sort of fasting thing to give probably you probably. tea, and then you're eating fucking like steamed vegetables, man, and bread. You know what I mean? And so stop
2: wiping your ass in the dark like
0: that. Like you're gonna shit over that's the couple. That's a really good life. question. I'm gonna i I'm gonna actually see uh if I can bring my bidet because I don't wipe my ass because uh, I'm not a yeah. fucking poor person. So Yeah. yeah. I beg to yeah,
2: differ. So yeah. like Use me, the fucking bidet. Do you like if it's totally dark for five days, like where do you piss? Like you just, you have a
0: bathroom. Like, bed. you know, you, you are in essentially like a hotel room. Yeah. Well, see the way I know you, but you map it out, you figure it out after what, you know what I mean? But you're, right. you're in
2: there for little water. I'm like, okay, but you're
0: okay. in there for a couple of hours and you'll see like, okay, here's okay. a desk. Here's like my little meditative spot. Here's my bed. Here's my bathroom with the shower and the toilet. And here's where the food's gonna come out. I gotta keep that in mind. And here's my little spot where I can get water, things of that nature. I'm gonna keep my cup here. I can clean it. Here's a sink, I'm whatever.
2: Get hamster wheel for you too. You yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I gotta imagine that that would be a really transformative experience, man. Um, oh hell yeah! Uh, it's on the it's on the list. I'm gonna probably do a couple of things before I do that because that seems like pretty hardcore. But you know, I think. Um, Going and doing ayahuasca might be the first or the third step in that journey for me. So,
1: well, it, sounded, it, it sounded sounded sounds
0: like
2: you gotta get like a passport for that and shit. I have a passport. All right. Yeah. I need to get
1: one. Get a passport. <laughs> Let's go to Peru. The way you were describing it sounded like that because they were like, you know, you go to these, you know, huts in the jungle or whatever, and it's dark and you can't see anything and whatever. And that's always a question because when you do it, you either have violent diarrhea or you vomit. So it's like, okay, well, where does that happen if it's pitch fucking black and I'm with 15 strangers? Well, I'm not
0: going and doing ayahuasca in the
1: pitch black. That's what they it's say two you do.
0: two separate experiences.
1: No, but they, that experience is, is similar. It's it's like you said, it's in the fucking dark.
0: Well, Chris, here's the thing. Just like you eat cheese steaks in the dark. I'm going to shit wherever I go. So, <laughs> I mean, we're known for certain things. And yeah. mine True is that. violent. Pooping, pooping, IBS bottle. gang shit. True. So yeah. Chris, yeah. IBS yeah. gang yeah. me and fucking Eddie
2: Huang. Christina over here is saying that uh, for half price. You guys can come up here. She's gonna black out all the windows. She'll make sure we got food and she'll even wipe our asses with a loofah on a stick for half price. You so, tell
1: Christina that although I know from personal experience that she is a fantastic psychedelic guide and she yeah. will keep me safe and everything will be good. She's trying she's trying to make me into a punchline and she ain't gonna like the fucking she ain't gonna like the result. All right. So you tell her that's her one. You tell her that's her fucking one, all right. You
0: tell her that she doesn't have a big enough loofah.
1: <laughs> all
0: right man if you install a bidet in one of whatever bathroom i'm using i'll fucking be there and i'll pay full price
2: she says we just bought a, a new hose so she says she'll like she'll oh perfect yeah that's even better yeah if you just buy- you put your
0: thumb on it you put before. your thumb on it like when you're spraying the car down that's
2: perfect yeah i know i mean I was thinking more like a civil rights movement. She's going to blast your ass. Oh, Jesus. with like to handle.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that's I really need that.
2: She's going to set the dogs on you. They're going to hit you with a stick, all that shit. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's needed.
1: Circling all the way back, you thought that, you know, the reason why we went down this path, this path about, you know, psychedelics and meditation and what's going on in the mind, one was to illustrate that we don't really know what we're dealing with, but two was to kind of bring up the fact that you feel like that jogged something loose for you. And that's what this was all about. That experience with the uh, illicit peyote is what actually created.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that turned me into a, into a creature similar to the way that, that um, that cookie that Christina saved you from uh <laughs> after the fact uh, and whatever fucking weird batch of steroids Almi had once turned you two into creatures this turned me into a whole because i was always like oh aliens oh you know yeah you know uh george bush is a reptile like as a joke cut type of shit but this whole like third eye spiritual awakening like centering your chi doing yoga being mindful all of that came as a result of me trying to cope with my tethering back to reality after that experience So, I am eternally grateful for that. And that is what they call the trial by fire at times. And I'm sure I'm going to have many more. I'm sure that, you know, at some point, one of the journeys in which I go on, if I uh, utilize ayahuasca or uh, if I intentionally ingest peyote or if I do ketamine or, you know, do a couple of grams of psilocybin mushrooms again, you know what I mean? Heroic dose. Yeah, you do you do that that Graham Hancock fucking five gram dose. Yeah. You go fucking banana pancakes. That that might just jar a couple of new things loose. You might um, not come
2: back from that, but if you do, you're gonna be fucking enlightened.
0: Yeah. Um, and I and I know that all of this part of my journey has is directly tied to the idea that I needed to tether myself back to reality and kind of get a little more crunchy. You know what I mean? I started eating healthy. I I immediately became a vegetarian after that to kind of like, okay, I got to clear my system of all of everything that's in it. Uh, I got to stop eating cheese like a fucking idiot. And then I kind of am working myself back. But the values and the lessons that I learned along the way aren't lost on me. And in fact, I feel as though I'm more in touch with them now being further from the situation 10 years now than i ever have been so i'm excited to see the next turn as it were if this was uh you know some sort of race or uh
2: journey you know but uh yeah there's a reason why psychedelic experiences like the ones that you've had have been a long-standing human tradition going back thousands of years in very it
0: was it's like a rite of passage in some tribes right
2: yeah it's it's like a it's like a uh it's a ceremonial thing. It's not something they do every day, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's cultures today that practice it, but it has been practiced going back, uh, to, Prehistory, dawn of man type shit. Yeah,
1: that, but that it's being stifled modernly uh, because I feel that the powers that be know how powerful it is, and they're trying to yeah. keep that from the common man.
2: It's that dia It's that fucking DEA Schedule Oneing that goddamn DMT man. They can't just let us have the fucking. It's in my pineal gland. How That's is this I Schedule One? It's in my fucking brain right now. What do you, What do I uh, possess? An illegal drug? That's what You're I gonna,
1: said. Yeah, everybody's fucking holding man.
2: Yo, whole- shout out
1: shout yeah. out
0: to my friend Pat that was actually holding yeah. well,
1: that's what we, were, what, what we were talking about you know we were talking about someone yeah. that got busted for DMT and weed and it's like hey bro that yeah. was a lot of that was a lot of fucking DMT
2: honestly there was a fuck he's ton of doing, DMT he's doing the fucking know. universe's work man he's dude it was
0: 290 lighting. grams of DMT bro Anunnaki that's-
2: Jones told him to he was doing <laughs> Anunnaki <laughs> Jones that's my man's
0: dude that's my fucking man's Pat I love you if you're listening to this I fucking love you. I fully support you. You're a whole ass creature. You know it. And I fucking know it, Daddy. Yeah, I can't be, wait to fucking see you we'll, when you get we'll
1: out. Crack. We'll give it a twenty. Yeah, you're tiger you're salute, fucking baby. you're
0: doing you're doing the fucking Lord's work. And you're gonna be a cool ass old man. So that being said, if anyone other than Pat has DMT, fucking hit me up, dog. Girl, me
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> Night Gmail gmail.com, man. Hit so, me
0: up, dog. So <laughs> that being said, boys and other men assorted genders, uh, whatever Elmi decides that he is today.
1: How, how do you feel, dude? Because I know you've been wanting to get that off your chest for a little bit. I know that's something that you've been wanting to talk about. And I knew. Granted, you wanted to do it with a a professional to maybe, yeah. I mean, it's good, bro. But it's got to be. I mean, like I know. Even just this—that's only the second time I've ever told that story, and it's still. It's when I get to that point, you know, when I have to talk about my mom, it chokes me up a little bit, you know, and I I have to, I have to fucking stop Mm -hmm. and collect myself, and the more I do talk about it, the easier it gets. And I know that's something that you were were wanting to do. So I I hope hope it helped.
0: I mean, I've told the story a couple of times, right? And um, I talk about it fairly often. Like anyone who asks, I'll tell them and I'll, I'll discuss it at length, at nauseam with them if they like. But realistically, I don't know shit. I don't know anything about anything. I'm just asking questions and and sharing my experience and hoping that someone has a similar experience like I did, and then they can kind of ask their own questions, and then we can kind of spitball. It's kind of like everyone is handed this super complex math problem, right? And maybe Almy figures out the fourth part, and Chris figures out the seventh part, and I figure out the second part. And we kind of bring all of our parts together, and then, you know, uh, whoever... Uh, Riley decides that he doesn't want to be a Republican anymore and, and fucking Tuba slips him a fuck ton of mushrooms and all of a sudden he's, you know, growing his hair out and wearing fucking Hawaiian shirts. And he's like, guys, I get it. I understand. And he figures out part nine. And you know what I mean? It's I, oh, we're so- ju- I'm just here trying just asking questions. Uh, and that is that is it in essence, exactly what the creatures of the night is. And, and this is the perfect platform sure. to do that because on all of our other shows, we're super silly and we, we talk about everything else, but this is, this is me. This is the really super, the most me. And I, I'll say this until the the death of me. I'm a true creature of the night. Like this is us baby. Um, and if you have questions or if you have similar experiences, by all means, please hit us up. Uh, you can hit me up personally, Uh, I'll give you my phone number. We can fucking FaceTime all all the live long day. I ain't doing nothing but watching fucking One Piece. By the way, I'm on episode... Uh, 876 of fucking one piece, Sad. by the way. Damn, they got yeah. that many episodes? Bro, I'm not even close to done. How about that? How
2: the fuck they got 800 some
1: odd episodes. Well, They've
0: been going for 21 years.
1: Shout out to COVID. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: fucking blowing movie. through it, dude. All I'm doing is smoking weed, eating sandwiches and watching anime, baby. I'm doing a couple of push-ups in the morning and, know, and I'm, I'm fucking, like, that's you it.
2: You watch each episode like 57 times. There's like 25 episodes, but they got yeah. more than
0: 867, yeah. Yeah. man. Okay, so I, realistically, I, if I if i could touch on that for a hot second because i know it's it makes me sound a little psychotic you know how animes go there are there are episodes that you can skip big um,
2: teenagers demons yeah, yeah, dicks, yeah. Yeah, and all about yeah.
0: that um the back end of the episode is always next week on dragon ball z and then and yeah. the the first five minutes is like last week when frieza fought koku and you're just like okay so there's really 15 minutes of an episode in there so you just fast forward watch it yeah. and then fast forward at oh, the end okay. and then you can kinda you know bang you can bang through in an hour you can bang through like ten episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's super easy. But um I did I don't want to, the message to be lost. Uh that if you have experiences that are like us or if you're interested in excuse me having experiences like that. We are not drug dealers, but we may or may not know some dudes. Shout out to Pat.
2: Wow. <laughs> Come float with me. If, I know somebody.
0: If you, if you've had a float experience that's e- it's similar to Chris's or similar to mine, or completely different. If you're just like, dude, I go in there, I relax, I get a boner, I go home, I make spaghetti, and I fuck my wife, then hit us up. Uh, like I said, uh, you can personally hit me up. You can. Uh, Chris and Jason are always. I mean, Jason obviously he loves to talk and he loves a new audience, dog. So just let him fucking know. Um, um, I fi- mean,
1: finding, yeah. finding that your, your tribe is, is what it's all about, man. And I mean, like you have, you, you, I mean, you both have put me on a path, you know, that I feel like would be beneficial to other people. And a lot of people aren't super comfortable talking about this shit because it right. makes you sound like a fucking weirdo. It really does. But when you find out that other weirdos, are doing the same shit you can kind of you know bounce shit off each other it makes all the difference so i mean yes he is he's absolutely yeah. correct you know if yeah. you if you feel like you want to talk about some shit like this night creatures pod dog hit it up
0: yeah yeah uh huh. and i am earth underscore two underscore adam on all social media outlets or you can hit me up uh, i get. i guess that's the way right I mean, I'm on Simmons Moore podcast, but I mean, that's run by like four or five different people. You could just hit me up right at earth to Adam, which is a play on words that I came up with after a float thinking that I was some sort of spatial alien and I'm just experiencing earth. Uh, it just also I'm fucking stupid. And sometimes you have to fucking click your fingers a couple of times before I pay attention to you. So uh jay where can
2: they find you team at party naked Pod on all the socials you can hit me up man i'm i'm widely available jason.almy at teamalmy.com you fucking hit us up dude I'm, I'm around i'm around shit happens when you party naked go download that shit right now motherfucker
0: yeah and if uh if you're unlike zeus and you need help getting boners uh use the link in the show notes yeah uh, get some hard american boners or subsequently you can also just hit the float tank uh christian watsky of the hashtag no offense show sir
1: uh yeah i'm the real watsky everywhere which is kind of ironic now i've been the real watsky for the last decade but now i'm reality like it's it's different realities yep. and this different is now, real. Right? Yeah, All and
0: real. Real. Yeah, different now right yeah
1: it's got a
0: yeah uh we are we are the creatures of the night and this episode of the creatures of the night and every episode of the creatures of the night is brought to you exclusively by official o-h-o-h-f-i-s-h-l dot com right now use code word creatures and get 25 percent off chris can you tell me something about uh official
1: official is a phenomenal streetwear brand that is uh it takes recognizable logos that you would see from corporate uh corporate things like the vans logo or bands or rap groups like naughty by nature or sports teams even like the raiders and it flips them and it makes it uh, its own unique style and there's also uh um, original designs as well that uh they're just the best the best t-shirts that you could buy they they are i've got an official shirt for every day of the week they uh official also has hats and jewelry that are handcrafted as well and it's the uh it's the best shit man it's just good high quality it is
0: and uh it's and it's good fucking high quality as producer nick says jay if you have a i (laughs) see a see reaching around and it's good fucking
2: high quality that's what there it is is.
0: uh and if you go to O-H-F-I-S-H-L Dot right now And use code word creatures You get 25% off And if you order a hat You get a big O pin And these are not fucking Regular run of the mill pins This is a nice Big ass fucking enamel pin That all the fucking kids Are putting on their jackets And this is dope as fuck
2: dude I suggest you get that big O pin Order a hat Get the big O pin Give that big O pin to your wife Because it'll be the only O You ever give a motherfucker
0: unless you use the fucking link in the show notes
2: full circle bitch one two three four
0: that's it uh guys thank thank you so much uh gentlemen thank you for fucking listening to me fucking talk about fucking things that may or may not be real uh to everyone who's joined us online on youtube and on twitter and on facebook we fucking love you we are the creatures of the night
1: we're all in baby It's all energy, we're all connected, motherfucker
2: I'm
0: giving you a night call To tell you how I feel I want to drive you through the night My face hurts from smiling so much.